The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Fed can just print more money out of thin air, but the government's always going to be in debt to the Fed. Ladies and gentlemen, I have a very interesting conversation here for you, and I left it 100% unedited because the way that this whole thing happened was kind of by happenstance. It was very interesting. I um, I feel for this dude, man. I feel like uh, a lot of people make some bad decisions early in their life. Maybe they go through a traumatic event. Maybe they have some sort of shitty situation go down and they make mistakes and they get sucked into a bad line of thinking, a uh, negative way of life, what have you. Um, and this dude was very skeptical about coming on the podcast here. Uh, he did reach out to me. I didn't twist his arm by any means whatsoever, uh, but he did postpone and, um, I left it very open for him to come on the show. The guy's name's Mitchell, and he feels like he is a targeted individual, a victim of electronic harassment. Uh, he heard the episode where we mentioned space dust, or I'm sorry, smart dust, and uh, space dust is uh, a different thing. But this was um, smart dust was something that I had just kind of learned about thinking that it was something like, uh, you know, smart dirt that they grow unique crops in. And I think that's what it's made to look like. Uh, but Mitchell here puts a pretty great case forward, making it seem as though smart dust has been in use for quite some time. Uh, we're talking about chemtrails here, talking about all kinds of different particles that could be in drugs like meth or heroin. Uh, some of the drugs that this individual was using. And he brings up a great point that someone that uses these kinds of drugs, not a lot of people trust and not a lot of people, uh, you know, when, when you think of a meth addict or someone that does like a, an upper like that, you think of someone that's very paranoid and schizophrenia always comes into play, right? Just like it does with us conspiracy theorists. So while a lot of people may dismiss this dude's story and may think that he's just uh, fried his brain, he makes some incredibly interesting points. And again, he was apprehensive to come on. 
uh, until he did reach out a, a, a third time, actually, uh, to to follow through and to do the show. So uh, just bear with the pauses, bear with the whole uh, layout of it. Again, I could have edited it, tightened it up, but I didn't want to. I wanted to leave it raw because it is um, it's kind of emotional. I think it's sad, personally. I think it's very tragic that people go through these things and tend to not even understand what's going on. This dude seems to have a pretty pretty good handle on it. And immediately after him and I were done recording, I went on the Monday Night Master Debaters, as I do every Monday. And some of the same things that him and I were talking about in the episode together here, we brought up on the Master Debaters. Uh, I think it was, um, I forget who brought it up. But it was, you know, we talked with like seven dudes in this one. So it was uh, it was an interesting conversation. But someone brought up the idea of drugs breaking the barrier, kind of helping you get through that void that prevents us from living in this spiritual realm. And a lot of people can't handle it. And you'll see once you listen to this and once you listen to the Monday Night Master Debaters, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. And. Again, very, very interesting sort of conversation. The dude brings up some terms that I was not familiar with, one being magnetoprotein. The magnetoprotein, just a quick definition here, comprises of cation TRPV4 fused uh, to paramagnetic protein ferritin. This protein can be used to genetically targeted remote magnetic control of the nervous system and circuits associated with complex animal behavior. Um, I'm getting this definition off of the inferon.com. That's the I-N-T-E-R-F-E-R-O-N.com. You can just type in magnetoprotein and learn a little bit about this yourself. Again, I had not heard of this. I hadn't heard of this at all. And it seems like for for someone that you may want to dismiss as crazy right off the bat, he found some very interesting things that I had not heard of. So that's the first term that I want to bring to you. And then he also brings up these chemogenetic and these optogenetic uh, different targeting methods. And optogenetics is a uh, technique uh, in neuroscience in which genes for light-sensitive proteins are introduced into specific types of brain cells in order to monitor and control their activity precisely using light signals. Again, optogenetics. Fascinating concept. Chemogenetics is the generation of hydrogen peroxide in the heart induces severe cardiac dysfunction, nature communications, 94044, I'm not sure what that means. Numerous genetic biosensors have been developed in the last two decades, but more recently, a new class of fluorescent protein-based biosensors was introduced for real-time imaging of nitric oxide. Um, and then just a, a, another kind of dive into chemogenetics. It's the process by which uh, macromolecules can be engineered to interact with previously unrecognized small molecules. Chemogenetics as a type was originally coined to describe the observed effects of mutations on, uh, sorry, on calcon isomerase activity 
on substrate specifics of the flower of the blah, 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 blah. You know what I'm saying here. So what we're talking about here, and, and again, the magnetoprotein is, is the one that I find the most interesting out of all of this stuff. Um, it's targeting remote, remotely targeting magnetic control over the nervous system. You know, we've been talking about Travis Scott a lot lately as a community, and I kind of float the idea to the, to the dude that maybe this event that went down uh, was a test in this. And he thinks that they've been testing this for quite some time, and they target drug addicts because you're not going to believe what a drug addict says. Again, schizophrenia is tied in with these guys, right? Um, especially meth addicts. And he's been clean for quite some time. So congratulations to him. That takes a lot of strength. And again, he he pauses a lot and it's not the cleanest episode, but you got to understand that this takes some serious guts to to talk about this shit. He sent me some pictures that were fascinating. Uh, One in particular that he sent me that I mentioned several times throughout the episode is a plane flying low over wherever he was at at the time and a small craft off to the side, either a drone or some sort of, I don't know exactly what I'm going to post this on Instagram uh, when this episode comes out. So just feel free to check that out. Um, Dangerous world pod on Instagram.com. And he says that he's just constantly followed by chemtrails, uh, usually X's marking the spot where he, like directly over him, this, this apex uh, is, is hitting. So fascinating stuff. So thank you, Mitchell, for, uh, for having the guts to come on here and talk. Um, wanted to just be very clear that I'm not trying to exploit the dude. Think what you will of the episode, whether you believe it or not. I had a great time talking with him. I love hearing people's stories as crazy as they may seem. I believe it all, man. I think that we live in such a strange reality that um, all these stories make sense. All these stories make sense. So uh, with that being said, going to do a tiny bit of housekeeping. Going to keep it very brief here because I want you guys to hear this. I'm going to put the whole episode out because, again, uh, the story I think is important. Not that my other episodes aren't important. Um, but as you know, this is how I make money uh, doing the show, uh, you know, leaving the cliffhangers so that you are directed over to the Patreon and so on. I will do a bonus episode for my Patreon people, um, possibly Smedley Butler for this one. Smedley Butler's a fascinating character, a dude that was approached by what we would call the deep state. And uh, this was in 1933 when FDR was in office and he was supposed to go in and overthrow franklin delano roosevelt's administration he was a highly decorated general badass dude and uh this is the same year that hitler was made chancellor of germany so same year hitler rose to power made this fascist government in germany uh almost took over the entire world allegedly smedley butler and there's some serious record of this which i will get into in the patreon uh smedley butler was there to carry out the same type of government on America's side. So fascinating story of him. I'll get into that. This will come out a day later. So bear with me on that, guys. This kind of episode, this episode here just sprung on me. It was a very uh, last minute thing. I didn't think it was going to go through. As I said, he canceled a couple times because he was skeptical. And um, again, didn't pressure him, but he hopped on and, and uh, really spilled his guts and, and gave an incredible story. So enjoy the episode. Um, 
check out dangerousworldstore.com. There's a new item on the site. Let's go Brandon stickers. Okay. Um, and let me just tell you a secret right now between you and me and everyone here. Um, my dad is actually the dude behind these stickers. Uh, he works for an incredible company that makes the best stickers in the world. And I'm not just saying that it's an interesting story, how he got involved. Uh, long story short, he was a self-employed dude making badass art in the motocross world. And um, this massive company, not massive, but this large company that does a lot of sponsorship at the professional level, okay, uh, hired my father because of his skills. And um, so this company that, that you know, spends millions of dollars a year on advertising and sponsorships, uh, hired my dad, and now they're making all kinds of stuff. And so my dad made some stickers and we're selling them. So they're a little pricey because of the quality, but you put these things on your car window, your truck window, uh, wherever you don't want them to come off of. You put these things on and they last. They're UV proof. I mean, best stickers that you can get. So head on over there, check that out. Three different colors for those stickers. Let's go, Brandon. We don't want to let that movement die, man. You can't forget that Joe Biden shit his pants in front of the Pope and farted real hard in front of Prince Charles' wife. Uh, so fun stuff there. Always the Patreon guys. You know, you already know patreon.com slash dangerous world podcast. I appreciate the support. Um, this dude didn't want any of his information going out. And again, believe him or not, he believes this happened. I believe him. He brought some fascinating information to me, which I will probably also dive into on the Patreon, what this magnetoprotein stuff is. Also the chemogenetic uh, and the optogenetic stuff as well. Um, he also brought forward a Facebook group that he's part of. It's called Targeted Individuals International and um, targetedjustice.com is another good resource for anyone that feels like they are being targeted by the government in one way or another. I actually had a weird situation go down this weekend. I'm not going to talk about it. Um, nothing like this, no chemtrail shit, just an intimidation tactic. Um, that worked essentially. It kind of worked a little bit. I got a little freaked out and that's why I was excited to share someone's story, uh, where they felt like they are under attack in a much different way than, than what I feel happened to me. So, Guys, enjoy this episode. Sorry for the long-winded introduction. And uh, again, excuse the pauses from Mitchell here. Um, he's sharing a story for the first time, and I'm very honored that he did it on Dangerous World Podcast here. So thank you for your support. Thank you for your continued listens. Share the show with a friend. Leave a five-star review. And the Patreon portion will be coming out tomorrow. Tomorrow being 11.16 in the evening. Okay, guys, thank you so much. Enjoy the show with my buddy Mitchell. Well, folks, I think this is going to be a pretty interesting little story here that we're going to hear about someone that reached out to me after we talked about the smart dust briefly regarding the metaverse and all that kind of good stuff. And uh, this guy Mitchell here feels like it has a lot to do with COVID. Obviously, we're going to talk about some other things. Uh, what I thought was interesting was the idea that you brought up uh, regarding chemtrails, Mitchell. So, uh, first of all, dude, thanks for, for being willing to share this. I know it's a little weird to get into this kind of stuff and to put your story out there, but luckily no one sees your face. No one knows exactly who you are. Right. So, um, we'll, we'll keep your identity obviously, uh, secure here and, uh, we'll get into this fun stuff, man. So how are you doing this evening, dude? 
doing all right, man. I've uh, been a little hesitant to get on here just because um, this stuff is, it's hard for me to explain what has been happening to me. So I just want to make sure, I mean, you know, that it's not hard for me to convey it correctly, you know, to other people. But, well, sure. And I think what I, I usually don't do too many uh, interview type things like this where, you know, people, you know, they're they're breaking down like these vulnerable ideas in their life or there's these moments like this. Right. Obviously, this isn't a single moment. Um, seems like yeah. this has been going on for quite some time for you. But whenever I do these things, man, I, I really do like talking with people that haven't talked with anyone else. So like you're sharing this story here and these these kinds of conversations are always really interesting to me. Um, so, I mean, what, what made you want to reach out when I mentioned smart dust? Because that was a term that I just had learned. Uh, ironically, it was from Infowars, but, um, it was, it was just a weird deal. So what made you want to, uh, hit me up for that? So the, the, the name smart dust is something that I've actually pretty recently, uh, kind of learned about, but um, you know, I've always kind of referred to them as like chemtrails or, um, but so I heard you guys talking about it and a lot of weird shit's been happening to me, dude, for like the past, um, I'd say three plus years. Um, so I sent you a couple photos. Yeah. I have, um, I have hundreds of photos of um what i believe to be um purposely placed uh chemtrails which which i you know over my house over my job site um and they follow me all all around the state so i work um right now i live in colorado springs in colorado it's southern colorado Sometimes um, I work in northern Colorado and these X's in the sky are always directly placed right over me. So what comes along with these is um, like a group of like four Cessna aircraft that I've noticed that seem to circle, circle around multiple times a day wherever I'm going. So let me. I let saw me, in that uh, first picture that you sent, man, that first picture had a, a pretty large jet in it, what looked like a, a pretty big jet. And then there was a small little craft next to it. And I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. I, I don't know what that, that little small, uh, that small, that smaller one was, but, um, a couple of the photos that, that I've that I've taken are, you know, the planes say USAF on them. U.S. So, Air Force. Okay. Yeah. So Colorado Springs is um, a military town. It has, uh, let's see, it's got a couple Air Force bases, and it has a an army base. So. Let me go back and, and start from the beginning. Um, okay, so 
When I was 19, I broke my leg and I got um, addicted to painkillers. Okay. So fast forward to about three years ago. Um, so over, you know, those past 11 years or so, I had been using heroin on and off. Okay. So, um, I was living in Northern Colorado. I'm working. So, uh, my girlfriend ends up, you know, cheating on me. We break up and I, I took it hard. You know, I, um, quit my job, stopped paying my rent. I was living in my car and I started using heroin again. So, um, so at one point, my car gets towed and I'm completely homeless living on the street, you know? And at that point, I started using meth. So I would use meth and stay up all night because, um, you know, I didn't have anywhere to, anywhere to sleep. Um, the town I was doing this in was... Um, in Fort Collins. So that's where Colorado State University is. So, you know, I was just walking around town or just, just being a piece of shit, pretty much, you know, not not doing the things that I should be. And that's when I started when weird shit started to happen to me. Um, So Okay, so how it began was a couple of my friends uh, that also used meth kind of, uh, they started, you know, kind of whacking out mentally, Um, you know, tearing their cars apart, thinking that uh, that it's bugged or, you know, thinking that there's people in their house and just, you know, weird shit like that. Um, so what started happening to me was a couple times around town, um, I can remember three times, uh, I had, uh, interactions with people that I had never met before, but they knew me. So I came out of a 7-Eleven, this, this girl asked me, Hey, can I borrow your lighter? So I give her my lighter. And she says, thanks, Mitchell, like that, you know, and that kind of freaked me out. I was like, I've never met this girl before, but I was like, all right, whatever. So after that, um, I'm walking and this kid stops me and he goes, hey, Mitchell, my name's Jesus. It was like a Mexican kid, you know, like a like a frat kid, I, I guess. He didn't say Jesus. He said Jesus. Well, I think he said Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then the third time was a. I'm I'm walking around town again, and I'm walking past the homeless shelter, and this uh, probably college age kid 
you know, he's dressed extremely nice and he stops me and he says, Hey Mitchell, can I borrow a dollar? I need to get some water. And at that point, you know, I mean, you know, these three things that happened within like a week. So uh, I kind of freaked out, you know, I got aggressive towards him. I told him, I don't know you and all this. And so were you still, were you using meth currently when this thing was, when this stuff was going down? Yeah, I was. So, so is it, sorry to interrupt, but is it, and I'm sure that you've addressed this and, and, but is it possible that this was just pure hallucination, whether it be auditory or whatever? So um, I believe that this is the reason that they target people like me. People that use drugs and that people would, would question in the first place. Exactly. So, um, let me go here. So what is going on with me is I am what they call a targeted individual. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, here on Wikipedia, you know, it says, uh, Electro electronic harassment, electromagnetic torture, psychotronic torture is a conspiracy that government agents make use of electromagnetic radiation, such as the microwave auditory effect, radar surveillance techniques to transmit sounds and thoughts into people's heads, affect people's bodies and harass people. Individuals who claim to experience this call themselves targeted individuals. They claim they are victims of gang stalking and may have created or joined support advocacy groups. Multiple medical professionals have evaluated that these experiences are hallucinations and the result of delusional disorders or psychosis. So let's see. Um, Let's see. So then what starts to happen is I start to hear like uh like an extremely high pitched frequency. And you know, first it sounds like it's really far away and then um it gets kind of closer and closer. And I was under the impression that, you know, I'm in a college town. I'm kind of being a scumbag. I was under the impression that this was kind of like some sort of a, like maybe a neighborhood watch kind of thing or, you know, something like that. So I start to kind of, try and chase these people or trying to find these people you know and so what comes next is I start to hear my name um you know I start hearing people having conversations about me and so you know one time I heard this in a McDonald's and it sounded like it was coming from the area of a if like a family that was sitting down to eat. So I approached them and, you know, I was kind of like, why are you guys talking about me? You know? And, and this lady was like, uh, we're just here trying to enjoy our meal. We don't know what you're talking about. 
And what I think they try and do is build like a psychological profile on people like this. Um, targeted individuals have been multiple people who have committed uh, like uh, mass shootings have claimed to be targeted individuals. And I believe this is, you know, the government program or whatever that that they use uh, to kind of push these people over the edge. Um, so my my belief is that they were put putting something in the meth. Um, and what I've kind of, you know, I've done some research and I don't really know much about technology and, and stuff like that, but um, there is an article. Uh, let's see. Talking about... um. Genetically engineered magnetoprotein remotely controls brain and behavior. So this was in 2017. Um, most powerful of these methods called optogenetics, which enables researchers to switch to pop, switch populations of related neurons on or off millisecond by millisecond with pulses of laser light. Another recently developed metal is called chemogenetics using engineered proteins that are activated by designer drugs and can target specific cell types. Uh, they're sensitive to radio waves and magnetic fields. What are these, what are these chemicals called again? Just for myself to repeat those, uh, you got uh, mag- these are magnetoprotein. Magnetoprotein and then chemo what? Chemogenetics. So optogenetics and chemogenetics. Okay. So this whole time that I'm living up there, um, shit just continues to get weird and weirder. Like I just have just experiences I can't even explain. So I'm putting this shit into my body and the experiences start to get to the point where I'm no longer hearing voices like you know over there it's starts to become direct communication with me okay and so whatever this shit is that um I was using when it's built up in your system, it kind of gives them, I know, I know this sounds crazy, but they can control emotions. They can control, um, like, uh, motor function. Yeah. Well, they can, you know, project thoughts or can you uh, see images in your head, things like that. Yeah. Yep, I can. Still, even though you're, I, I like, because are you still using or you're not using anymore? No, I've been clean for almost two and a half years. 
Two and a half years. So, so do yeah. you continue to have these these same issues? Yeah, I do. So the thing is, is when I stopped using, I moved from northern Colorado to southern Colorado. Okay. I moved back in with my parents because I took off out of there. I was I was so freaked out, you know, about this shit that was happening. And what these people told me was they said there's a federal indictment pretty much. So that's what got me out of there. Right. But, um, what these people do is they kind of, I don't know, they monitor your, like my conversations. Um, I believe that. So this is why I contact you. Um, you guys were talking about graphene oxide yeah and how what it does is when it gets into the bloodstream or whatever they can map your nervous system with it kind of yeah definitely that's what that's what the theory is for, for like that's what we were talking about yeah so um this is what's been happening to me so i think that So when I moved back down here, I'm no longer using drugs. Yeah. That's when I start noticing the chemtrails over my house and, you know, everywhere I go. Like they're still trying to dose you. Yeah. So then what starts to happen is I start getting like, it looks like I have like, like hair in my eyes or like, uh, like little, like little dots, you know, like floaters. Like when you're yeah. looking somewhere, you see like a black dot or something. Yep. Okay. And so, um, but it's not, it's not, it's, it's in the, the membrane of my eye, you know, it's yeah. not, and I wouldn't had my eyes checked out. They're perfectly fine. I've went and had my blood drawn. It's perfectly fine. You know, nothing abnormal. And so that's what brought me to believe that maybe whatever this magneto protein they were talking about you know could be but um so the way that whoever these people are communicate is kind of if 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 i didn't notice the the chemtrails and the planes coming around the modern monitor. Yeah. I, I, I would be under the impression that it was something completely alien almost, you know? Yeah. Um, so what they tell me is, uh, so there'll be things like if they go to say like, I told you so that I'll get like a burning sensation in my eye and then my toe, you know, it's like, I told you, or I need, it'll be like my eye and then my knee. Really? Yeah. And then, um, you know, they tell me things like, uh, I don't know. It also brings around this kind of uh, synchronicity almost. And yeah. it's very so, weird. So when you say they, I have a few questions that I've actually written down here too, based on what you said. But when you say, um, they do you have any idea who they might be um 
I think so that I have two ideas. I think it's either the air force and their testing technology, you know? Yeah. Um, I have a, a declassified military file right here. Let's see. This is uh, U.S. Army Combat Capabilities Development Command Chemical Biological Center from 2019. And what they're talking about here is... This is from the U.S. military website, the official website. Yeah, this is... Yeah. This is uh, talking about ocular enhancements to imaging, sight, and situational awareness restoration and program muscular control through an optogenetic bodysuit sensor web auditory enhancement for communication and protection and direct neural enhancement of the human brain for two-way data transfer wow yeah. okay that's i mean you got to send me this i know that it's on the website um but yeah i would like to read this just to give a little more context um, so that I can understand this okay. a little better. Yeah, I will that, send it to you for sure. It's fascinating. So again, that's on the official Army website, U.S. Army website, and yeah. you mentioned uh, that you that you changed locations. If I'm if I'm hearing you correctly, you moved from Northern Colorado back to Southern Colorado. Yeah, because of a federal indictment. Was that against you, or what was that? So that's what they told. That's what they told me. All, all they said was. Okay, who's, so who's this day? These same these same people that I have direct communication with. So okay. it was a voice in your head saying that there was a federal indictment. Yeah. So they told me there's a federal indictment. They also said that this is a prison planet. And then they said that you're a hostage. Okay. So where this brings me is to my second idea of who this could be okay um now remember this was this happened before covid this happened let's see so i came down here i mean this happened a year before covid Mm -hmm. all right so um That's what got that's what scared me out of northern Colorado. Um and then so okay. A couple other things that they told me was that I need to clean my nose. And cleaning my nose to me at that point in time, I thought meant, you know, get sober, you know, clean your nose, get sober, whatever. Now I believe that it relates to having my nose swabbed for COVID. Mm, yeah. And, okay. Um, I also think, um, so with me having the floaters in my eye, it kind of, I mean, we all know what the eye represents kind of, you know? Yeah, what what how, what's the significance with that to you? I mean, the significance of that to me would be um, kind of a one world government, you know. And you know, they tell me things like, 
powerful people are sending you a message. They say, um, I saw everything you did. They say you need to, Mitchell needs to take responsibility. Um, just, just weird shit like that, man. Well, so and what then, was, in, in your opinion, what would this, if there was some sort of federal indictment against you, what would that be for? I mean, obviously you've probably committed some misdemeanors while you're on whatever drugs. Um, I have an echo going through. I don't know if uh, it's picking up on the microphone or not, but uh, you know, would there be some sort of crime that would stick out to you that you may have committed that would be, and I'm not trying to get you to like, you know, confess or anything to anything you know it's none of my business i don't know what yeah what you're referring to here i just find it interesting well there was um you know i was hanging out with uh people that kind of you know moved a lot of weight and drugs sure and so my first opinion when this started happening to me was i thought that you know, if it's the feds, what they're, what they could be doing is I'm going to go around to every drug dealer in town to buy drugs. Right. Yeah. So if they follow me, if they're listening to my conversations or whatever, then they're going to be using me without, you know, without my, without my knowledge or without me agreeing to that. And so I'm telling these people that I'm hanging out with that I'm hearing voices and they're telling me these things and, you know, everyone blows it off as uh, you're crazy. You're doing too much dope. You fucking, why would they want you? You're just, you know, you're just a, a, a junkie, but you know, like I said, if I'm, if I'm going to everybody that has, you know massive amounts of narcotics then they may be using your eyes to see or track your location to see where you're going to get this stuff and then i don't think i don't think it's my eyes to see i just think that yeah more tracking and listening to you know my conversations with them and things like that but so that's while I was still living up there and in the drug game. But now I believe that since I've came down here, things have kind of, um, they've kind of escalated to a different level. So now, like I said, I always have, I constantly have um, like floaters in my eyes or dots in my eyes. And I believe that what they're doing is using that optogenetics. Mm -hmm. Optogenetics is using, um infrared lasers to affect uh nervous system like motor control and things like that and so do you think they're trying to make you want to use meth again or something no no not at all i think um i think it's more of a fear tactic you know but what what i have come to the conclusion is so when they told me, um, this is a, pr- a prison planet and you're hostage. So now what I'm starting to think is that this is some form of um, transhuman prison cell almost. 
Mm. And what I think is if, I mean, uh, this is going to go kind of out there, but if whatever I was injecting or they are dropping in the skies is what they are putting in the vaccine, people are getting multiple vaccines and they're building it up in their system. Okay. Then that would kind of make sense for them saying this is a prison planet kind of, you know, and I think that so what happened to me last Wednesday? So since okay, since I have moved back down here, um, the main things that have been happening to me is, you know, I get the burning sensations. I have constant contact with uh, with who, whoever it is. Constant communication. It's constant, and you know they just do things like just repeating the same phrase like for days on end, you know, or, you know, putting at the same time, I'll have um, like a black dot in my eye. So everywhere I look, I have this sort of, I mean, it's a form of, to me, it's a form of kind of like Chinese water torture, you know? Yeah. Psychological warfare is what it is. It's just and, annoying. It's not painful. The burning sensations are obviously painful, but like the black dots in your eye would just be more cumbersome, more, more annoying, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Huh. Um, but, and then they started saying things like, um, I can't wait to see his face when he washes his hands and things like that. So then a couple times, I lost all feeling in my hands, like um, my, you know, when you sit down on the toilet too long, your leg yeah. falls asleep. So yeah. it was like that, but it's in my hands. I could still move them and everything, but I had no feeling. So last Tuesday or Wednesday, I'm laying in bed and I hear them say something like, um, what did they say? They said four four hours for non-compliance almost like I had broke some kind of rule. And then, you know, I start getting this extreme pain in my arms and then um, my arms go completely numb. I can, you know, I can still use them, but they're manipulating my nervous system is what they're doing. And then I'm what trying to four think, hours. I, I don't know. I was laying in bed, you know, but yeah, I, I try to think, okay, so how am I, how do I explain this to someone? And um, so what I kind of got was I'm, I'm laying down, my arms are on fire. So with the way they communicate to me said, lay down your firearms oh so you think that these are all like riddles and things like this that's kind of how it is it's like um it's like some kind of game but it's constant you know and so what i'm thinking is if they're injecting people with this shit and they have no idea as to what's going on and then they start manipulating people's nervous systems if there is any chance of us standing up against this, you know, 
and they they are using this technology to force people into whatever their agenda is um i'm i'm terrified honestly i don't you know it i could see us ending up like australia pretty much you know yeah especially if enough people take the vaccines and things like this i'm I'm going out on a limb here and saying that i'm i'm guessing that you're against the vaccines you don't have to answer yes or no um but yeah, have, I'm, I'm definitely against them. <laughs> I figure. <laughs> you know. yeah. But so my question, Mitchell, have you told like your parents about this stuff? You said you're living with your parents now. Yeah, um, I've told my parents about it. My my father, he believes me. He's kind of, you know, read into. You know, like Operation Lockstep and all this stuff. Um well, my question my, before you really go on with that is, have either one of them had a, a history with drugs similar to you? No, they have not. No. Interesting. So, I, I mean, like, because right away you would think, because I've never gotten, I mean, I drink, I, you know, I, I enjoy doing things like that. I smoke weed. My parents know that. I've never had the same experience as you have, um, you know, kind of having to, cause I'm assuming that your parents do know that you had a history with drugs. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, I was out there for almost 11 years using on and off, you know? So, Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So, well, I mean, do you, do you think that your brain's fried or do you think that you're very, that, do you think that, that, that you're coherent, very coherent? Like, honestly, do you feel like this is, something that you're imagining partially or do you think that it's a hundred percent like legitimately going on and you're just trying to figure out what's going on i think i know that what i am experiencing is 100 percent happening to me yeah so definitely. when i was living up up there and using i know at least eight people that were having the same the same things happening to them they were they were all using meth um which makes it kind of perfect in my definitely you know and all of them were male besides one um i mean there's a comp there's so there's a targeted individual whistleblower who worked for a company named SIS Security. And if if you look into that, it's, I mean, it's, he's, it explains everything that is happening to me is happening to other people. Um, what he says is there's some sort of, he said, he says that, um, everyone's uh, DNA has a resonance almost and so what they do is they target your individual resonance and then they can manipulate it using chemicals or optogenetics um, using radio frequency um, you know, and there's there's just patents on um, 
uh, that are all declassified military files on all of these things, you know? Well, and this is one thing that we were kind of questioning with that whole Travis Scott concert, if they tested this out on a pretty large level, because I don't know if the whole concert had to be vaccinated. Um, But either way, a lot of those kids would have been vaccinated. That seemed like the type that would be vaccinated. Um, So they could have been messing with, like you say, frequencies and things like this. Um, So I just find it interesting because, like you pointed out early on, someone that has a a shady past, you know, someone that has been, you know, partaking in illegal activities and doing things like this and obviously used hardcore drugs, it is going to make them hard to believe for most people right and so Mm -hmm. that that and that's why you know like the whole cliche of like the southerner like the southern dude getting attacked by aliens getting abducted and all that stuff like no one's gonna believe this dude because he's drunk and he's doing whatever you know and so it makes sense it definitely makes sense i'm just curious as to like it makes me it makes me question things you know what i mean it makes me kind of just be like okay when you see a homeless person on the street that's just freaking out, you know, I've always kind of thought this, are they seeing something that's actually there? And, you know, like the the chemicals in our water and in our food and all these things put up this veil. And then when they've done so many drugs and like supposedly damaged their brain in some way, maybe they're actually connecting with this other dimension. You know, when you see these people just yelling on the street or whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like you said, it, this is 100% happening to you, and I believe that. I believe that it's happening to you. Um, I'm just wondering what the cause is. If it is like what you have the the hunch for, you, you feel that it is some sort of government attack, or if this is like just kind of an effect from the drugs. And like I said, I have no experience with this, so you would know better than I do. I'm just, you know, this these are the questions that I think anyone would ask hearing the story, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. I mean, I understand that, you know, and like, like I said, I've done my research. There's, um, clearly you have, you you just told me about a a lot of things that I didn't know about. Yeah. Have you ever heard of a man named, um, Dr. Giordano? I have not. What who's this? He is a military scientist or doctor that teaches at the function but perhaps also a realistic capability to engage that brain to affect that brain and to be less politically correct perhaps to manipulate that brain (laughs) well in the assessment technologies we have such cutting-edge devices and tools such as biomarkers genetics and genomics to be able to map the genomes and individual genetics that constitute the structure and function of our nervous system and in those ways may be contributed to our thoughts, our emotions, behaviors, who we are, the neurogenetics of identity, if you will, brain imaging that allows us to view the living brain in relatively real time. And of course, this allows us to not only model the brain, but to map the brain very much the same way that cartographers of old mapped those ever-expanding boundaries of what was known and what was not known of the ecologies and world in which we live. We're mapping the ecologies and that world, that universe within, that is the brain-mind. But in mapping the brain and identifying these structures and these functions, we develop capabilities to access them, essentially to target them. And here we see the interventional neuroscientific and technological tools. 
variety of technologically based pharmaceutics that allow us to utilize nanomaterials to access the brain in ways that heretofore were unimaginable and impossible. Peripheral stimulation, central stimulation, neurofeedback, transcranial modulation that goes through the skull but is not invasive. So, I mean, that was made five months ago, and that's on YouTube. Anyone, you know. And what's his name again? His name is Dr. Giordano, James Giordano. Okay, I'm going to have to look into him, man. Yeah, I just, I find this very interesting. I think, like I said, it, it, it's clear that you have done research, and I don't think that you're just some crazy dude, you know, bringing this up. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it makes This sense. is what makes it so hard. You know, I can't, I mean, I can't talk to anybody about this dude, and, you know, it's like, I mean, what I'm experiencing is so constant that it, I'm, I'm literally in a prison cell almost. So it's, it's like psychological, it's physical. Um, you know, I have, I'm, I'm constantly worried about these, these chemtrails that, you know, that are being placed over me. And then when I lay down to go to sleep at night, you know, I close my eyes and I start getting like, um, it almost looks like, like tons of images being, being sent at one time almost, you know? Yeah. Okay. And then in the middle of the night, I'm woken up multiple times. I mean, it's, I, I don't know, but I just wanted to sh- shed some light on the just what you have to deal with. It seems like is what you're trying to talk about. Because I, I mean, I well, find more, it, it more is, the go ahead the I mean the technology that they have out there that they're trying to implement on a larger scale. It seems. Yeah, and I mean, the fact that they're using this on, you know, drug addicts or, you know, they're using this on people against against their will. Just, yeah, I mean, but I, I guess that shouldn't be surprising, you know? It's like, I mean, that's what our government's done throughout its entire history yeah i mean look at what's going on with the vaccines alone you know what i mean and and you know to be clear i i do find it fascinating that that you got in really deep with the drugs and then you quit that's a tough thing to do i don't know if you had to go to rehab or if this was the decision on your own to do this um but like my mom works at a rehab center and and that's Uh not something that happens dude people don't just quit so I mean, yeah. that, that, that takes some strength. And so like, that's why I, I do believe what you're saying because of, um, it must've, it must've scared the shit out of you, dude, to have to, to, to quit something so addictive. Um, I mean, man, I, I'm kind of speechless here because it just does seem, seems like something's going on and, I mean, have you gone to a psychologist? Have you tried to talk to any professional about this? Because I, I have a feeling what they would say, but I'm just curious as to, have you tried that? Yeah, I have. Yep. And they don't believe and, you, I'm sure. No, 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 no. Not at all. No. Do they try to prescribe they, more opiates? 
not opiates, but they, you know, they say like, um, it's, a some sort of a psychosis, you know? Mm-hmm. Interesting. But I just feel like I should get this out there and let people know about this kind of technology. Um, and I, I mean, I know that relating it to the, the vaccine is kind of out there on a, on a limb, you know? No, I don't think so at all. I don't think that it is at all. But I mean, the part that's, I mean, what scared me most recently was kind of getting the message like, um, you know, lay down your firearms because to me, what I started thinking was, okay, so if they're trying to do implement some form of a one world government, you know, I mean, our entire military is vaccinated. And yeah, if they, if this technology happens to be what is in there, you know, through this, um, what's it called? Graphene oxide or something, you know, if yeah. they're mapping people's nervous systems or I know that's a hell of a, a task to take on, but I don't know. It just scared the shit out of me, honestly, you know, to think that we could all kind of be held hostage by something like this. And you mentioned that that's what it feels like for you. The words that you used earlier were that it feels like you're in a prison. Um, It seems like you're living a fairly productive life at this point now, though. So do do you feel like do you feel like these punishments, so-called punishments, or I don't know what a, if you have a better term for them, but like when you have these spells and or you're getting the voices, because I mean, are, have you had any voices in your head since we've been talking? Um, not, not that I've been listening for. Okay. You have to kind of like constant, almost, you, know? you have to like tune into it almost. Yeah. Hmm. See, that's what's weird, man, because, you know, I have heard that people can definitely like, I don't know, and I'm sure I guarantee this has happened with you because it's happened with me several times where I'm sitting there and uh, I have an Instagram. I'm not sure if, if you have social media, but if I'm thinking of something, just simply thinking of it in my head, I've never spoken about it. I've never really mentioned it to anyone at all, ever um, simply thinking about something like let's just say it's um a toyota truck like i'm thinking that i want a toyota truck not that i can afford one right now but i want a toyota truck uh, a green one right and mm. then a, a green toyota truck like ad will pop up in my feed you know just from me thinking about it or something even more simple like a a, a dog food for my dogs or so like some specific like healthy dog food or some shit um so I'm sure that this has some sort of, of method to sell to people from a more benign level. But then once we start getting into these things where like, if you're thinking that you want to do something that the government may not agree with or may not like, yeah. and then you get like the punishment, whether it be the burning arms or the cramp or whatever else may happen. 
That's exactly uh, like what I'm thinking, honestly. And I think that they're, I mean, this is some kind of trial run or, you know, kind of the calm before the storm period is what I feel, you know. And but, how long do you think they've been doing this? Because obviously this didn't just start with you. Do you think that they've been doing this since like the World War II era? I mean, when do you think this whole thing started? I think this uh, started, well, I'm a member of a targeted individual uh uh community like well just a group and what is that called um that's on facebook it's called targeted individuals international but you know some some people on there say that it's been happening to them for 10 years plus um it's been happening to me for uh over three years um I the like I said I don't I don't know a whole lot about technology but the way that this is kind of um let's see what's what's the word I'm looking for the way that this has kind of makes synchronicities is I feel like whatever they're dropping or spraying in the air or whatever, it's kind of like, um, it creates some sort of like algorithm almost, you know, like, yeah, I don't, I don't almost like, um, well, that's how those ads work. That's how, like what I'm talking about, like where I'm thinking of something, and it pops up, it, that is an algorithm-based thing. So they'll be mapping out your neurological footprint or your neurological whatever. Um, like you said, as a beta test for advertisements. But then later it could become for something much more serious to, to punish you if you want to go buy a gun or you're using too I much mean, it carbon. Could be pre-crime. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 exactly, dude. Pre-crime. Carbon, like when, you know. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's nuts, man, because like I said, I'm just so split on on how this could be going down. You know what I mean? Because like I said, I can't stress enough how I, I do believe what you're saying. Um, I'm just trying to figure out. I mean, there's so many questions. I'm sure that you have way more questions than I do. You know what I mean? About like why they would be using. I mean, I guess I know exactly why they would be using, you know, former drug addicts, obviously, when they when they targeted you. Uh, in the beginning, you were you were. It sounds pretty heavily using. Yeah. Um, that is the perfect subject, honestly. It is, you know. Um, so it's it's a fascinating thing, dude. I appreciate you kind of sharing this. Now I understand why you're so skeptical to share. And uh, I mean, I am I am honored that you shared it with me, man. It's fascinating, and I you know it's just I've, hard to convey the intensity of the things that I've went through. You know, I mean, I've experienced just so much weird shit man just so much unexplainable shit and like i said before if if i'm i'm an i'm extremely observant you know yeah and if i hadn't observed the chemtrails and the the aircraft i would be under the impression that this is something um you know complete it, it could be alien almost in nature and that's what that's i mean 
that's why I say it's kind of like some algorithm because the way it interacts is not the way you and I are interacting, you know? It's like it interacts through, like I said. Um, it hijacks your consciousness, it seems. Yeah, and I mean, I get I get um, images kind of like in my mind's eye almost. Yeah. That... It's just fucking weird, dude. Like, I don't know. I don't know. But another thought I came up with was, um, have you heard? I mean, I imagine you've heard of, I think it's Project Bluebeam. Yes, sir. Is that, um, you know, using a fake alien invasion to unite us all kind of? Right. Uh, that's the that's like the the um, most fantastical version of it. But there could also be lights in the sky, you know, just uh, just to freak people out. Um, the Phoenix yeah. lights is a possible uh, example of that. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that situation. But yeah, in, in jest, it is it's a big fake alien invasion type deal. And yeah, so that's another thing I'm thinking, you know, in in relation to wanting to have like a one world government almost if you know people all of a sudden start experiencing things like this you know it could uh i don't know i mean yeah they could all see jesus come down or they could all get a, yeah. a voice they could everyone at the same time could get a voice in their head that says uh you know kill so and so or kill yourself or do whatever you know so it is a it is yeah. a scary concept it it's almost like uh it's like a movie plot it's fascinating it's it's very very scary dude but uh like I was telling you dude i I have to get out of here right around right now actually um all right i'd like Sounds to i'd like to talk to you about this more though man because um I feel like we could definitely get uh we could definitely get more information we can try and get this out so that other people that may have similar experiences um i've talked with people that have felt like they've been abducted by aliens and things like that and and they yeah. connect with other people and i know that you said that you're on that uh, that facebook group um yeah. but yeah this is very interesting and you did send me some pictures that were that were kind of uh out of the ordinary obviously there's tons of chemtrails all over the place yeah. But the planes were very near your house. Looked like they were pretty darn low. I don't know if you live near an airport or anything. Um, no, I, I do. And I, I get planes that are low like that. But I've never... That first one that you sent me with the small craft by the side is very interesting. So with your permission, I'll post that on Instagram. That At least that, that single one. It's up to you 100% though. And I won't... Yeah, yeah. that's perfectly fine, man. Yeah. Okay. Do you, you have know, any I, social... I, do you have any social media that you want to uh, tell tell the audience about here or anything? Um, not really, man. I try and stay off of it as much as possible, you know. Okay. So, yeah, cool. but I mean, hey, dude, I really you, really appreciate this, man. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say, uh, if you, you know, you got my number. Um, if you know you wanted to talk any further about this or maybe you know you speak to someone else who has some relevant information just let me know man i'd love to dude and yeah i will definitely be reaching out to you tomorrow um i'll text you and um yeah man i appreciate you sharing this with me because i know that this is definitely it's got to be troubling 
Um, but I would just say, just try and look into things that can, that can try and get graphene out of your body. I know that there's, there's definitely some ways, um, I've stopped listening to this podcast recently because I'm not a fan of it anymore. Cause he's kind of getting crazy, but the health ranger report has talked about ways to get uh graphene oxide out of your body. So if you okay. think like that, you know, and again, that's health ranger report, uh, situation update, uh, with Mike Adams, that might be something that you want to check out. Um, okay. But yeah, man, it sounds terrifying, and I hope that that things can get better, dude. And uh, again, thanks for sharing this, man. It's very, very interesting. Well, that's it, guys. I mean, uh, think what you will of this whole message, but I think that it's very fascinating and uh, definitely something to be concerned about, I think, for the future, whether this is just a a dry run on Mitchell here or uh, what the hell's going on. It seems like something for sure, so... Uh, we'll be talking to you guys here in a couple days again. So uh, stay safe and pay attention. Watch out for those chemtrails, man. It seems like they're fucking growing. And uh, I mean, shit, we'll talk again soon.